0: All right. this is one of my favorite things. I'm Janice and my husband Wayne and I are on the eldership team here at Dayspring. But hearing your words is so exciting to me because I get to to see your heart. Because your words reveal your heart. And I get to see what adds life to you. And then it adds life to me. And this has been, the, the battles this year have been fierce. We've faced loss and sorrow and disappointment. But God's goodness has triumphed over all of it. And his, good, his words today are part of his goodness. So, I'm going to, uh, we have our first word, and it's actually was submitted by Ron Price. And Ron, are you here? Okay. Uh, Nate Harris is going to release it for us.
1: Good morning. I'm standing in for Ron, which is pretty hard to do. Ron's pretty awesome. <laughs> Ron, Ron um, has this special anointing to get rhymes and like matching letters and stuff. So he's got this really cool word out of uh, Psalm 23, uh, verse 3, which is he refreshes and restores. Um, so 2023 is going to be a year of refreshing and restoring. And then he got a bunch of R words um, that the Lord gave him to go with that. So he refreshes and restores. Remember, recognize, realize results, receive response, reconciliation, Jesus people. So, yes, Lord.
0: Okay, our next word is by Paul Goodman, who is over taking care of the kids. And Wayne Hawkins is going to release that.
2: Okay, I wish I had some good jokes. Paul's always got good jokes. He always has some funny video up here. Um, Paul's word this year is, this year is a year of Lord bringing MVPs to our team. It's a championship year for his church. I had a dream of Michael Jordan coming to my team, and Michael Jordan's number used to be 23. That day, in the actual news, the NBA... MVP trophy's name was changed to the Michael Jordan trophy. This year will become a dream team. Every person who is incomplete by design bringing their strengths, passions, and talents to the table under Christ to assemble a dream team fully equipped for every good work.
0: All right, our next word is by Christine Bossert, who is away on a mission trip. So we have Angela, uh, Angie Gibson releasing for her. So take note, if you have a word but you can't be here, submit it, and we'll have somebody else share it.
3: The Lord has indeed been speaking to my heart about 2023, and I keep hearing the word Big. He is going to do big things in big ways more than we expect. He keeps circling me back to the prophecy given by Michael Brewer on September 24th, 2022. Haggai 2 1 through 10, verse 3 says, Who among you is left that saw this house in their first glory and now look at it like it is nothing? Verse 9 The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. This whole passage is such an incredible word of encouragement for all of us, and I absolutely believe it is a true prophetic word for Dayspring. Be encouraged. He is not done with us. Expect big things. Seek God in a big way. Go big. Believe big. In a smaller sense, I feel like women are being called from the reserves to step out into the front lines and to not be afraid or timid, but to be big, to fill the ranks. God needs all of us operating in his power to, pr- to bring about his will in these days. So thank you, Chris. And I'm just going to add to the end of that a prayer because I agree with this. I believe that God is always wanting to expand our thinking because he thinks bigger than we do. We thank you, Lord, that you are going to do big things in us, and Lord, help our minds to be opened up to get you out of any box that we have in you, Lord, that we will believe you for these promises that you've made, and we will trust that you are doing something bigger than we can always see. And you're working behind the scenes. But Lord, we also believe we will see some of these things. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm so sorry. I had my own microphone.
0: Stacy.
4: I'm Stacy Calloway, and I'm going to read my own word. <laughs> um, for 2023, I heard this verse and believe it's an encouragement from the Lord to obey him in this and be blessed as a result of it, because he loves to give those, those conditional things, but in a good way, like do this and, and I'm going to bless you. He's full of promises. It was 1 Peter 3, 9. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. And I just felt that's such a good reminder. I think we all need to just just be reminded of that from time to time. Uh, I also heard the chapter Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved, he who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The Lord shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. I also hear a message from heaven saying, Behold the Lord and his grace. And I thought of the times that I've noticed that um, it's both beautiful and interesting that the last words in the New Testament are about grace. Revelation 22 and 21 says, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Amen, or so be it. I thought, wow, you know, God chose to to put the collection of his word together with that ending that we can just walk. And that's the covenant we're in, the covenant of grace. Thank you, Lord. And then I just, I heard that, that him just repeating it, grace, 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 getting it down in our souls. I'm hearing the word illumination, which refers to his light in us, I think, and also means revelation. Lord, fill us with your light and your revelation in this new year, more than ever before. I was talking with a friend, I'm just, I just thought of this this morning to put this in, talking with a friend yesterday on the phone, and we just started having church, and we decided to take communion together. She lives down near Taneyville, and so uh, we just took bread and wine together and just started started talking, and and the Lord just made me laugh and rejoice, so I wanted to share this with you. He said, the little, fox, little foxes can't steal these grapes. They've already been made into new wine. <laughs> They've already been made into wine, and I thought, wow, and I felt like it was such a beautiful promise uh, for the coming year and the years to come uh, that um that that's already been harvested, that, that, that wine for us, his presence, by, by the spilling of his blood, forgiving of our sins, uh, everything that's already been done that cannot be stolen ever. Um, lastly, I hear the word hope, which is, which is a theme for 2023. He highlighted Proverbs 23, verse 18 to me. I think God wants to blanket us and fill us with hope now and in the coming year more than ever. Proverbs 23:18 says, surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. The Passion Translation says, your future is bright and filled with a living hope that will never fade away. Bless you all. Sandy?
5: I'm Sandy Murley, for those of you who do not know. As I was pressing in and just seeking the Lord for 2023, what kept coming back to me was the power of the spoken word. And it's not just the word of God, but it's the words that we speak. So what I felt like I heard the Lord say in um, 1 Kings 17.1, Elijah stated that neither dew nor rain would fall in the next few years except at his word. For the next season of time, God supernaturally supplied Elijah with food and water, provision. In times of barrenness, he again, he provided. It was that the word of the Lord and the obedience to the response of that word, God supernaturally provided. I thought about how Elijah's confidence was in God's word that he spoke to him. It came through the time when he was with the widow Um, And so many events followed, and he never turned his heart from what God had said. Again, echoes of the Lord is God's, is God, sorry, echoes of the Lord is God weren't the only things permeating the atmosphere when he was with the widow, when he was underneath the tree. What I felt was the Lord was saying there was a storm brewing in him. There was a time of great repentance, a time of turning of the hearts, and stirring up a winds of revival. Elijah heard as he responded. I'm looking, the time what I was facing on is when he was, he sent out his servant six different times to go look for the cloud. And he responded, it was because the Lord said, I'm going to send rain. And he stood on that word. And he said, I hear the sound of rain. He heard God speak. He said, I hear the sound of rain. And at his word, he released it and it shifted atmosphere. I think about the day in which we live, and there are places of dryness, brokenness, barrenness, and lack. In the land and in the hearts of many, yet God is supernaturally providing. So this is the words that I heard God speak loud and clear. Endurance, perseverance, but expectancy. It wasn't that Elijah did not face challenges, difficulties, hardships, sorrow. It was how he faced them. Elijah heard God's word. We have God's word. It is to have the very precedence in our lives. His word is to be the very first and final authority in our lives. God spoke it, and so it is. So this, I'm going to turn this into a prayer. This is the rest of my word. Father God, no matter the amount of wickedness, dryness, or lifelessness that may present itself in our lives, you are the one who never changes. Father God, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your word is still truth. And it is still final. There are many that may face difficulties in life. But your word is the final word spoken over it. Father, if the winds of adversity come our way, we will be the ones that will shift the atmospheres inwardly and outwardly. Father, we will be the ones that will speak to the mountains that may be erected in front of us, but we will begin to declare who our God is to those mountains. Father, we will repent where we have doubted or been embittered by our circumstances. Because, Father, this year we will shift our focus back onto who our God is, that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ever ask or think. Even in leanness, we will press in. We will persevere, for we will lay hold of the force of the word of God. We will look with eyes of expectancy, Father, and we will say, we hear the rain a coming. It's on the horizon. Beloveds, we will expect and be in an expectancy to see the word of God be transformed in our lives and our circumstances. We will position ourselves to persevere, to run the race with intentedness. We will be intent of what we do this year. Father, we will shift the winds. Revival will come because awakening is in our horizon. Father, it is time for us to rise and say, rain, heavy rain is coming. So I want to encourage you, lay hold of God's spoken word. Remember the prophetic words spoken over your life. Position yourself to be ready to run with perseverance, with endurance, but with expectancy. Lord, let this be a year of expectancy, that we will look with eyes with potential, that the small cloud that we may see is the rain of God coming, that you will demonstrate in our lives who you are, because I'm telling you, people, I hear, get ready, it's about to rain. Woo, that was good. Anita.
2: All right. So what I believe I heard the Lord say is, "Be free in two thousand twenty-three. Uh, freedom is granted, and for freedom I came." And then I heard, "Once again, I will shake. I will shake the nation, the nations, for my glory." Is aroused, and the glory is there's like the glory of the Lord is good, but for some, not so much. And here's a scripture in Romans. Chapter 11 and verse 22. 22. Behold, then the goodness and severity of God towards them that fell. Severity, towards them that fell. Severity, but towards thee, God's goodness. And... Anyone remember the story of the witch in the wardrobe? I'm sorry to say witch in church like this, but it's a story. It's good. It's C.S. Lewis. So um, so in that story, because a lot of people see God one way, and I, I do believe we're going to see a, him in a different way than we've ever seen him before. Um, so... Um, there is a severity to God. And so, in The Witch in the Wardrobe, the lion, the witch in the wardrobe, Susan and Lucy asked about Aslan, who was a representation of Jesus, who, um, is he safe? And the beaver replies, Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. Okay. So um, with the shaking, um, I got the scripture, Haggai 2, 6, 7, 8, 9. Please bear with me. It's all good. And it's, and it's worth repeating. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land. And I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this house, this temple, shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. So I believe there's going to be a return of the fear of the Lord to his people. And there's also going to be wealth transfer. And it can't be here. You have to get ready for it. It has to be in your heart. For out of the heart proceeds the issues of life. We've got to get faith for this. It doesn't just happen. So I looked up that word glory, and in Strong's, it's, it's "kabod," And then I looked at the first time that it was mentioned. Um, so, so "kabod" is splendor, it's brilliance, it's copiousness, glory, and honor. So the first mention of glory is Genesis 31 and 1, where Laban's sons were saying about Jacob, Um, He's taken everything that our father, he has taken that, let me hold up a second. Jacob has taken away everything that was our father's and from what belonged to our father. He has acquired all this wealth and honor, kabod. So that just tells me there's going to be wealth transfer. If you read James chapter 4. I think it's five through nine, it talks about those that, are, that have held back money for um, greedy gain who have just robbed people and, and just bamboozled people for years that they're going to weep and howl and, and that there's going to be a wealth transfer. It's going to find its way into the hands of the righteous. So that's what I have.
0: Thank you, Anita. Okay, we're going to transition back into a little bit of worship and continue to worship the Lord, and then we'll release another set.
3: this declaration.
0: so good. All right, we have our next set, and Farley will lead out in that.
6: Thanks. I heard, uh, prepare for the harvest, and how do you prepare? Well, harvest time, I, I asked a farmer once, what's harvest time to you? And he says, we live for the harvest, and that, I believe God's calling us to live for the harvest, to live to see the harvest come in. Um, to prepare for the harvest, farmers make all of their equipment, make sure it's all running in top order and oil changes and all that stuff. And I believe this year is a, is a, is a time for getting your oil changed spiritually, <laughs> making sure that you're that you have the tools that you need to bring in the harvest. God gave us sword word in 2008. He's giving us the tools to bring in the harvest. Well, he's given us new tools even this year. And uh, and he wants us to know how to use them, be prepared to use them. Uh, the last thing was that worship prepares us for the harvest. Um, Psalm 67, may the peoples praise you. Uh, may all the peoples praise you. Then the land will yield its harvest. And then Acts 15, where... Uh, God promises to rebuild the tabernacle of David so that the remnant of men may seek the Lord. So, Father, we call out to you now, God. We say that we want to be a people who worship you because in that place, a worshiping community, you can entrust us with the glory and the power to release to the world that convinces the world that you are good. So, Father, prepare us for this tremendous harvest that's coming. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
0: Kelly. Tag team here.
7: (laughs) My name is Kelly Lewis. Uh, Words almost can't describe. Adequately, what's going on in the spirit realm. There's a vibrating in the spirit realm. It's kind of like that small cloud on the horizon that Elijah saw. It's a vibrating that's going to increase. It's going to increase. So I just want to, I use a lot of scripture The the Word is just so alive. Isaiah 61, verse 2 through 4, it's so much like Song of Solomon, chapter 2, starting at verse 10. It's like a mirror image of that. I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace, a new season of Yahweh's grace, and a time of God's recompense on His enemies. To comfort all who are in sorrow. To strengthen those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion. He wants to strengthen us. To give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes. The oil of bliss instead of tears. And the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness. Planted by Yahweh as a living display of His glory. They will restore ruins from long ago. Ruins from long ago. They will restore ruins from long ago in this city. In this city. And rebuild what was long devastated. They will renew ruined cities and desolations of past uh, generations. The season of Yahweh's grace is the Father looking for a bride who will live as Psalm 103, 1 through 3. With my whole heart, with my whole life, with my innermost being, I bow and wonder and love before you, the holy God, Yahweh. You are my soul's celebration. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you have done for me? You kissed my heart with forgiveness. In spite of all I've done, you healed me inside and out from every disease. The Lord is already and continues to kiss our hearts with forgiveness and grace. He is increasing, He is increasing, He is increasing His healing presence over our hearts so that hearts will be free, healed, and burning for Him, a living display of His glory. This season of Yahweh's grace is for preparing of the hearts. The fire of God is coming. The fire of God is coming to burn in us. He is coming to unleash His shaking and fire. The vibration has already started. The shaking is coming. But it's for us. It's good. It's good. It's good. Religious strongholds will fall. We need that to happen in this city. Religious strongholds will fall. Even now, Jesus stands over this city and region waiting. He's waiting because he's coming for the sake of reviving the heart of the heartland. It's for the heartland. We are the heartland for this nation. This is the season to prepare the way for the king of glory. The king of glory, the nations are raging, the enemy is raging, but the Lord will release his recompense on the enemy through the dominion of the bride. Through the dominion of the bride, bride of Christ, awake, arise, awake, arise. Revelations 1, 12 through 13. We are on the stage here with Christy. We we read that word. It is still alive. And it says, When I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, I saw seven golden lampstands. And walking among the lampstands, I saw someone like a son of man wearing a full-length robe with a golden sash over his chest. The son of man, the glorious one, he still walks among his church. He's walking among the churches in Springfield. He speaks decrees and callings to the churches of Springfield. Even now, even now he's saying, wake up. Return to your first love out of Revelations 2, 3 through 5. Return, return. We have been discouraged, but that is behind us. He's saying, look from where you've fallen and return to the first love. He wants to set us on fire. It is through his bride he will take dominion. The harvest, the harvest comes through the bride. Thank you.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Whoo! Sandra,
8: <laughs>
0: can you make it up? It's, it's pretty heavy up here. <laughs>
8: well, I'm not ready to, whoa, wow, that's like fire right there. <laughs> I'm Sandra, <laughs> I'm Sandra Beal, and I'm one of the pastors and elders here at Day Spring. I'm so thankful to be here. Um, wow, I wish I hadn't come after Kelly, because it's like, that need to come before that. Be filled with the power of God. In this hour and for the things that are coming, we require access to the power of the living God. We must be endued with the power from on high. We must separate us from the world. Without the power of the living God, we will appear as therapists, counselors, scientists, magicians. But for those who walk in the power of the living God, there will be surprises, mysteries, unexplained healings, deliverances, and freedoms. Come into this season and walk in higher dimension of Holy Spirit power. Expect grace, signs, and wonders like never before in the name of Jesus Christ. Power-filled signs and wonders will be in your hands. A remnant is rising with an announcement that will go beyond the barriers. They are not necessarily preachers, they are people who take the gospel to all creatures because they hear the cry of the gospel of Jesus Christ and choose to walk without fear even into the death in the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Those who will seek out the nobler pursuit to reveal the glory of God through his power, they won't care if they are embarrassed or as long as they take the message of Jesus Christ to every creature. You see, the hearts of men will be our focus in this next season. Our hearts will love people more than systems and structures. We know the gospel is the power of salvation to everyone who believes, and we will go into the world to preach this gospel to every creature. In the 1990s, people of God would stand on the street corners crying out, for the gospel of Jesus Christ to be heard. They put up tents, they walked door to door and knocked, they made sure there was no house forgotten. But a new generation with far more access has become ashamed of the old way and began to mock it. And they say, where is that power from God of old? Without the power of God in us, we will be ashamed to introduce the next generation to the God that we know. We won't be able to tell the difference between a therapy office and a person that is calling out people we are going to carry the power of god. Daniel 12 says, "multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars for forever and forever." God moves to heal and deliver. But in order to have complete healing, we need the sound word of God and we need the power of the living God. So be refreshed, be rebaptized, be renewed, be restored, and be strengthened in the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: That was excellent. Angelica.
9: I guess I represent some of the younger people in this generation. Because I'm coming behind some of the uh, mamas in the house. Especially some that are really powerful. (laughs) Um, the word that I got was in birth, uh, last night. Cause I, I was told by Christy that, uh, that to release, you know, we were coming and giving a word. And so I asked the Lord last night as I was at work, you know, if there was a word that he had for the body and he gave me, he took me to Isaiah 61. And as I was reading Isaiah 61, uh, the ending part really stuck out to me. The whole scripture itself really spoke to me about what, you know, the Lord was saying about the word. But I'm just going to read the last part first. And it says, For as the earth brings forth bud, as the gardens causes the things, to, uh, things that are sowed into, into spring forth, so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise spring forth before all the nations. And this is the word that I got with it. You have been people who have sowed to many nations, who have tasted and seen that the Lord is good, that seek me this very hour. Though you have felt the shifts of things and wondered, what am I doing in this body? My hand is far from idle and my words, my words far from unspoken. Did I not take many into times to the desert and end up not birthing out great and mighty things? I have not forgotten that I have called this place an apostolic hub center. I have not forgotten the words spoken in prayer and the prayer of revival and the seeds sowed by everyone in this place and some. Did I forget Moses in the desert when I ran when he ran from Pharaoh? And, and did I not use him mightily? Did I forget my, serv- my servant Job in his desert time, when he lost everything and even went through suffering things? Did I not heal him, restore to him what all he lost and some, and call him faithful? Did I not send my son, even, into the desert to be tempted and tried by the enemy? And as he was there, he discerned the word of truth, and even more so came out my son, whom I was well pleased, doing signs, miracles, and wonders, and calling many of my own." Know that I am still that same God back then, today, and forevermore, as well, even to, even in 2023. Did I not say that in due time you will reap a harvest if you do not give up? Do not give up when you see lack, even in your services. These seasons stay humble, stay faithful, stay watchful. There is a great shift that will take place in this nation are in the natural that your that this year of great things I am stewarding in this body something some things that will give you the tools. Sorry, my mouth is getting dry as I'm saying all this. Tools that will be most effective that times uh, times pass for the next awakening you know about well and have been seen through much prayer and faithful that is coming. Anna is in this house today praying and fasting for the vision and the word. Know, uh, know when this awakening goes off, it will, look, it will look like the book of Acts when it comes down and takes off and goes out. But it will be different as, it, as well as it will be a, like a fire consuming everything in its path. So I'm preparing people like this church to steward this well and to help other churches as the hub that you are, teach them when the time comes to help steward it well as well. They will need what you have and, and continuing to place in you as tools for this to be stewarded well. For this is the last great awakening before I'm coming back for my bride, says the Lord. Very good, Angie.
10: Good morning, day, spring and happy new year to everyone. I'm Angela Stolba. What I heard for 2023 was clear vision and proper alignment. Um, So I'm going to read that, but just last night, the Lord added a little bit to that, and I believe it ties in. Um, He highlighted Psalm 6511 from the NLT, and it says, You crowned the year with bountiful harvest, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. Um, And I just want to encourage you, you know, if you felt any resistance to some of those things God has spoken, keep striking the ground, keep going forward, because the word of God is true. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and read this. Um, I will go before you and make the rough places smooth. I will shatter doors of bronze and cut through their iron bars. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden wealth in secret places. So you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by name. Isaiah 45, 2 through 3. Um, The Lord has just really been highlighting the heart of his bride to me in this season. The last few downloads I have received have been on the heart. Um, And I just sense the Lord wants total heart health in his bride so that we can go forward and access all those things that he's called us to um, in this coming year. So. Um, He's really just been highlighting the heart. Um, He's emphasizing a deep healing that's taking place in the heart of his bride. And I sense him saying that hearts will be restored in 2023. Um, I feel like he is, again, saying proper alignment and clear vision for the upcoming year. I hear him saying, beloved, just as you have allowed me access to the deep places of your heart, I am bringing you full circle. I am bringing proper alignment to many areas of your life that have previously been disarrayed. I'm restoring your confidence and anointing your eyes to see with clarity and precision like never before. Your ears are being fine tuned to hear my still small voice. The fog and confusion of the previous season will lift and you will know my goodness in ways you cannot even imagine. This will be the year to boldly step into the new things I have in store for you. You will be able to discern the very blueprints I have for your life. The things that once seemed unattainable, you will soon, they will soon be within your reach. Watch as I make the crooked places straight and the rough places smooth. Be encouraged for new hope and joy are your portion. Step into this new year with assurance, knowing I am the God who goes before you. Hold fast for and, and anticipate proper alignment and new vision in the days to come. Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, I just release that over this um, body, over your bride. I thank you, God, for proper alignment, for alignment in our hearts. Um, In our eyes, Father, that we will see things rightly, Father. And I just thank you that this will be the year that you will crown with your goodness and your abundance. In Jesus' name.
0: Thank you. All right, I'm going to bring the last word of what was submitted, and it's mine. I'm Janice Hawkins. My husband's going to bring up a painting because I like to speak with paint. So, um, a few months ago, I had a dream, and out of that dream came an intercession about calling in the sons of the house. The scripture that he has given me is Isaiah 43:5. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from east and west. I will say to the north and south, <laughs> Bring my sons and daughters back to Israel from the distant corners of the earth. Bring all who claim claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. Bring out the people who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Gather the nations together. Assemble the people of the world. So this painting, and After I release it, we'll set it back there so you can get up close because you need to get up close because there are (laughs) details in it that are hard to see from a distance. This is the year to call in the sons of the house, to call in the ones who feel overlooked, lost, hopeless, and dry, the ones who have wandered and lost their way. Call them in. This is the year you will come alive. It will be a year to nurture the relationships in your life. It will be a year to let dead things fall away, a year to purge the clutter and the unproductive things in your life. It is a year to step in a new direction, sow seed in new soil for a harvest in new areas of your life. I titled this painting, My Beloved Dayspring. There's a picture of Dayspring right here and the city skyline. and and a man blowing a shofar, and then there are lights coming out of the hills. Those are people. Those are the sons and daughters. My beloved Dayspring, you are not survivors. You are more than conquerors. I won't let you stand down, sit down, or give up. Stand up, for now is your season to come alive. I see a pilgrimage of people coming, the sons and daughters of the house coming in, not knowing why, but knowing they must get here no matter what. A pilgrimage is a sacred journey undertaken for a spiritual purpose. I feel an awakening happening. I hear the Lord calling us to draw near in the early hours of the morning and the quiet hours of the night. I smell the fresh rain on dry ground. I hear sounds of adoration and worship as he stirs our hearts. I hear the shofar blowing over Springfield, over Dayspring and our city. Shofar blasts were sounded preceding a war to rally the troops for action and to call the people together for prayer and repentance. A couple of weeks ago during the service that Christy Harris was preaching, I saw angels moving rings of fire around this sanctuary throughout from top to bottom, and then I saw a great wheel of fire, just that, like the ribs of the, the beams of this, just a great wheel of fire, and I heard a loud whoosh, and I saw it swirling and filling the sanctuary. Then I saw smaller circles of fire flew off of it and went out and began to engulf us individually burning and purifying us and then igniting us. God is preparing our hearts and I pray you will yield to him and draw near. Thank you.
11: Hello. Happy New Year, everyone. New Year. Anybody else's kids up till 2 a.m.? Yeah? Yeah? All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, as we were worshiping this morning, and we're just singing praises over the Father, I, I just felt Him singing back over us as a body, and I just felt it personally. He's just singing faithfulness, His faithfulness over the house. And- I didn't know if I was going to be able to even stand up here. Oh, it's just been so powerful this morning. Um, the word that God gave me for this year is perform. And I instantly started to struggle with that. Like, what? what does that mean? And he stopped me. And he said, I am going, this year I am going to perform for you. You will see my hand working things out for you. And I really feel like that speaking to the miraculous that we are going to see increasing in this house and in this city and in this region, that He is going to be faithful when we step out, when we feel Him putting something on our heart. Just remember, He wants to perform this year, so step out and do it. Um, I'm going to give a word that I feel like opened up a door for something earlier this year. Um, It was in August, and uh, it's a little bit of a a repeat of what we've been hearing, but I think it sets us up for where we're going. Um, In August, the Lord spoke Haggai 2 over over us as a body, and I'm going to try and read through it quickly so we can get through all this. Um, who Who is left among you that saw this temple in its former glory? And how do you see it now? Does it not seem like nothing to you in comparison? But now take courage and work, for I am with you, declares the Lord of armies. As for the promise which I made you... When you came out of Egypt, my spirit remains in your midst. Do not fear, for I am the Lord of armies. Once more in a little while, I am going to shake all the nations, and they will come with the wealth of all nations, and I will fill this house with glory. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, declares the Lord of armies. The latter glory of this house will be greater than the former in this place, and I will give peace. And I also wanted to read some of Michael Brewer's word that he gave earlier this year. I thank you, God, that this has been a safe place. But I thank you, God, that it is going to become a place of heavenly violence. And the violent are going to lay hold of those kingdom promises. And the Lord is going to cause some people to feel uncomfortable. But God, you are refreshing and you are refining and anointing right now that will strike the fear in the religious heart. But we know that the goodness of God draws us to repentance. That goodness sometimes hurts a little, but that goodness shakes things. And I thank you for shaking religious systems and systems in this city. But I ask that you shake individuals in this house today. God, shake them out of comfortable callings, shake them out of comfortable houses. And I thank you, Lord, that you are elevating callings in this house today. And I say, Lord, to those people that have been standing comfortable in their callings, rise up, O daughter of God. Rise up, O son of God. Rise up, for I am elevating your calling today. I am elevating you in authority today. Take your position and stand as gatekeepers in this system. I am tapping on your shoulders, says the spirit of the Lord. And I am saying, rise up. Rise up out of your false humility and stand as a son. Stand as an ambassador. And stand as a daughter. Rise up, O dayspring, for I will not let you settle. But I am causing you to rise up as I am pouring out fresh anointing into this house today. Yes, I am pouring fresh power into this house today. And yes, even my power may begin to scare you once again. But I'm coming in glory. I'm coming in demonstration, says the Lord. I'm coming in power that you may have forgotten because it got uncomfortable. And even the lies you were told, that you should be this way or that you should be that way, even some prophetic voices told you, but they spoke out of their heart. But I'm speaking to you from heaven. I'm calling you as a place of power and as a place of authority. I did not say, did I not say you are my ambassador? But I placed you here in this city, and I have a prophetic word in you. Do not polish my word, but let it go forth in power. You're a safe place, but you'll become a place of violence, a place of fire, and a place of power. You're going to be set on display, a spectacle, and a sight to behold. Many are going to come from far and wide and see the fire that burns but does not consume. You've been in a pattern of holding, but that pattern has become complete. And then he began to preach to us out of Haggai 2. It speaks to the sons and to the remnant. God is reminding them of promises that have been given. We often have promises given to us, but then we see no evidence of them. But the very thought that you are looking for it shows it remains. Saturday, September 24th, is a significant day. Consider from this day onward, from the 24th day of the ninth month, that was from Haggai, since the day of the foundation, the Lord's temple was laid. Consider it is the seed still in the barn? It's a question. What is the seed? I think it is the seed of the Lord. It is the prophetic word of the Lord. Is it still in the house? Sometimes it gets buried under other ideas, smaller words. The seed of the prophetic destiny that God has given this house. Other words that support it, they don't take it over. Most houses have one or two primary words that set the course for their destiny. Other things that come in and support it. We have an order, vision, and mandate. Sometimes we are looking for the fruit and we don't see it, even if we've done everything right. That's evidence that the seed is in the barn. The enemy may whisper that you're not enough, that you're the problem. But from this day forward, I'm going to bless you. And from Haggai 2 verse 21, I will shake heaven and earth. And I will throw the thrones and kingdoms and destroy the power of kingdoms and the nations. And I will overthrow the chariots and their riders and the horse and their riders Will go down, everyone by the sword of another. On that day declares the Lord of armies, I will take you, Zerubbabel, son of Shetil, my servant declares the Lord, and I will make you a signet ring, for I have chosen you, declares the Lord of armies. And he spoke that that was a seed that was given. It was a harvest also, but we are not eating that harvest. We are taking that harvest and sowing it back so that it multiplies greatly. And I think that it's very um, significant that over and over in that verse, I took a few of them out, but it keeps saying, declares the Lord of armies, that he referred to himself in that way, the Lord of armies. And I really feel like that is paving the ground for where God is taking us.
12: Can we we move that off, would you mind? I, I just... Sorry I didn't move that before, Hannah, but I just feel like I want to talk from down here. <laughs> yeah, so just a, a lot of words about uh, shifting, God shifting, coming into a season uh, of, of, of violence, violence against the enemy, violence against principalities and powers that have uh, been, been in place within this city, but God's heart for this house, um, one of my favorite words from Sandra is that God will not put Dayspring to shame. You know, this is a house that is contended for revival for many, 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 many years. Uh, It's been a forerunner in so many different movements of what God uh, desired and wanted to do in the heart of this nation, but also around the world as well. And uh, uh, over the last uh, number of years, um, specifically about two years ago, Hannah and I began to feel a shift in our heart. Um, And that shift was not something that was um, perhaps uh, completely understood at the moment. But what we felt was a shift uh, from the role of senior leader. We felt like God was moving blocks around. We felt like there were, uh, we were all part of the house of God. We're all blocks in the house of God. Sometimes he moves blocks around. It's just something that God does. In fact, uh, to me, I don't think a block has more value being higher or being lower. In fact, when a block is moved lower, it's just closer to the foundation. Sometimes God does that. And in fact, he has such a critical plan. And this is such a critical hour in the kingdom of God that he wants every block to be in its place every block to be where that block belongs and where that block flows best. And so as we have just been meditating on this over the last two years, our hearts have been searching, asking God, looking, Lord, Lord, uh, who do you have? Who do you have for this hour? Who do you have uh, to, to lead day into this next season? Because there are seasons. There are always seasons. And uh, that's one of Jordan's favorite words. Where are you, Jordan. We always tease about that, that we say seasons a lot uh, in church, but there really are. That um, we, we went through a season where it was, I believe it was absolutely critical and I couldn't believe otherwise, or I wouldn't have been here, that, uh, that God had Hannah and I at the helm of the ship uh, over this season. Um, it was critical. Um, uh, it was an hour where we were needed, but we're coming into an hour of warring. We're coming into an hour where God is uh, calling warriors to arise. And uh, we need warriors to lead uh, in this next season. And so as we prayed about it, and over this course of time, we decided that we were going to go ahead and bring that to the elders in November. Uh, that, uh, and ask them just to begin to pray and seek the Lord as to who God had next. Who do you have to lead this into this next season? It, it, there's been a theme of all of the words today about what God is about to do, about the shaking that's going to come forth, about the revival, about the souls that will come. And in the middle of it, um, we decided middle of November. That's our, that's our target. That's when we're going to do it. And um, so, um, well, it so happened that just before we brought that to the elders, uh, Derek and Haiti, Chester, uh, Derek Chester Brown in Haiti, uh, were here. And they were with us for three weeks. Um, They were uh, just seeking God as to what the next season was for them. Uh, Secunda is just exploding. It's an incredible work of God uh, in South Africa. Just a beautiful church. Just uh, engaged with Holy Spirit. Engaged with what God's doing in that region. As they came, they were just exploring. Uh, they, They stopped in the Netherlands asking God. But they felt that America was the place that they were called. And uh, in the midst of it, um, as they were here, um, they, they went to Dallas first and then they, they came here to Springfield. But it, it was while they were here that uh, they had an encounter with God and confirmation after confirmation and confirmation started to fall into place. And my dad's going to touch on some of those in a minute. But uh, in the midst of it, in the middle of the encounter, uh, we felt that shift that this, this was the right couple to lead Dayspring. Uh, and uh, so uh, we we met with them as an eldership, and there was just an absolute unanimous uh, God God yes. Um, you know, uh, as they traveled up to meet with Sam and Kathy, um, they they wanted to understand the apostolic covering that we are under. And when they met with Sam and Kathy, uh, if some of you don't know, there are uh, apostolic covering for this house. As they met with them, uh, Sam said to him, "I'm not hearing a yes or a no. I'm hearing family." And, uh, and that's what they are to us, is that, that God is bringing a warrior to the helm of this battleship because Dayspring's not a cruise liner. Um, it's a battleship. And, uh, and, and and the thing about battleships, no one's safe, but I don't know what adventure you've ever been on where you've been safe either. Uh, but but it, this ship has left the harbor, and there's a mission that God has for it. And so I want you to know that... Um, we are very honored, and Hannah and I would like to release the senior leadership of this church to Derek and Haiti uh, and their whole family who are actually going to be moving from South Africa, uh, all of their kids as well and grandkid, um, and that is going to be happening in March of this year. So we're, we're excited. Um, I want you to know, um, I'm sorry we're going long here, but I, I, I want you to know um, that um, Hannah and I are not going anywhere. Uh, this is our family. Um, you know, we, we're going to continue shepherding. We're going to continue in a pastoral role, one on one counseling, doing different things like that. But, but this is our family. And I want you to know that uh, just as God shifts these blocks around in our heart, again, uh, that a block doesn't lose value when it's shifted. And I feel like that is a word for every single person in this house. That each one of you is a block. And God's asking you in this season, will you let me fit you into the place that I have you, where your gift can flow in the greatest capacity? Because this is my house, and I'm building my house. I will not let this house be built in vain. And and so I just encourage you today... In all of of what's happening in in, in a multicultural atmosphere of South Africa uh, impacting Springfield, Missouri. uh, in, In the midst of a different leader and a different dynamic. And the differences that he may have between he and I. The word of the Lord came to me about five days ago. And this is the word of the Lord for this house. Let all of our differences be a harmonious melody of grace.
1: So, my job is to convince in the, condense in the next few minutes uh, just so much of what God's spoken in this last season. Um, as Phil said, two years ago, he came and just felt like the grace for that senior position had lifted. Um, Phil is quite literally the best pastor I've ever known. Um, his ability with people is absolutely extraordinary. And we all felt that whatever their future is, it's not to be a matter of them having to come off for somebody else to come on. We felt like Phil's supposed to stay in a pastoral position, whatever happened. And so several months back, God uh, uh, began to really speak to Derek. Uh, He and I speak very, very regularly. Um, Derek is one of Sally, Derek and Haiti are one of Sally and my spiritual kids. We've walked together for seven years. We've helped them through some tough transitions in their own nation, and and so we we know these people well. And uh, they carry our heart in the supernatural. They carry our heart in, in seeing the kingdom established. They carry our heart in so many so many ways. And so we 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 talked before they came, Should we say anything to the church or the elders before they come? And both of us just felt we need God to speak. Um, we both sensed that this was probably God, but we still had our reservations, uncertainties, the things that you all feel. you just you don't know how. A different culture is going to affect your culture when it comes in. It's just that's just reality. And so before they arrived, um, well, let me just say it this way: before they arrived, uh, Kelly Lewis asked to speak with Phil and I, and she came a little bit nervous. But you know what Kelly's carrying right now, and she sat down with Phil and I. She says, "Listen, this is nothing against you, Steve or Phil." but God has given me the description of the next leader of Dayspring. And that was before Derek and Haiti even arrived. And she went down through the, got to have an evangelistic heart, they've got to have an apostolic call. And she went down through the characteristics of the next leader. And it was just, it was Derek and Haiti absolutely spot on. And uh, so they came and... In their time here, there were at least 30 prophetic confirmations uh, happening in South Africa and happening here. I have never seen God speak so clearly about anything in all of our 50 plus years of ministry. Um, As they prepared to come, somebody in South Africa, a very wealthy businessman, has paid their salary for the entire first year they're here. So they're coming with no pressure to spring and no pressure on our finances, which allows Phil to stay full on staff and still be the pastor in the sense of caring for people and pastoring leaders and doing the things that he's best at. And Derek can come in and do the things that he's best at. Um, Sally and I are in the midst of uh, building a home for ourselves, We are getting close. We're hoping to be in there by the first of March. We were intending to keep this house. Um, We actually tried to sell it a year ago at the peak of the market. And the Lord said, it's not your house to sell. It's the house for the leader of Dayspring. And I'm thinking, okay, so we, rather than selling, we opted to convert it to an Airbnb. So we've been slowly renovating that house for the last year getting it ready to be an Airbnb. Well, it's now a house that Derek and Haiti, his entire family can live in for the first year. And as Sal and I move into ours, they have a place to live in. And the only, literally the only cost to Spring is to be the cost of utilities of that house. And the day before the elders meeting, when we talked about this, somebody sent a check-in to Dayspring that more than covers the utilities for the entire year of that house. It's just another one. There's, just been, there's been just over and over and over again the Lord's spoken. And so I just, I just want to encourage us this season. Uh, we're not going anywhere. Uh, our role is going to be as a spiritual father to Derek and Haiti. Um, that's what we've been for the last seven years and will continue to be. Uh, Derek wants the connections to see to be as secure, if not even more secure than they have been. He understands apostolic well and understands operating under authority well. And so that's going to continue. So what we're expecting is we're coming in with everybody knowing that Derek is going to be stepping in to that role from the moment he gets here. Um, at some point, down the road, once he's gotten to know you and you've gotten to know him, uh, we'll have a service where we actually set him in his leader. I don't know whether that will be three months, six months. It, 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 uh, at this moment, that's not. We're not even planning that moment yet. But there will be a moment when we kind of officially set uh, Derek and Haiti and his leaders. But that will be down the road a bit. So um, pray with us, walk with us. Uh, I think you all guessed something was up when I turned my, th- th- let him speak three times and turned my service over to him. But I just felt the body needed to hear as much of him as they could. And so Derek and Haiti will be coming back for a short visit uh, the first week of February just to start making their plans and figuring out transportation and things like that. But just be assured our hearts are with you as a body we're not going anywhere Phil and Hannah aren't going anywhere there's no sin issue involved there's no failure involved it's not somebody hasn't done what they're supposed to have done it's just time for an evangelistic apostolic leader to be in this house and kind of catapult us into the next season Uh, quite a few people in in the room have actually been in Derek's church uh, we've been taking teams there for the last, I don't know how many years we've been taking teams there, but it's its an incredible church. He took a church that was uh, dying it had 30 people in it, and he's built a revival hub in the nation with probably close to 2,000 people in membership now, and he just has that ability to reach people. He's got an amazing evangelistic heart. And we're excited for the way that's going to impact us as a body. And so this is kind of our prophetic word for this year is it's going to be an interesting season. And so uh, just as we walk this out, we'll communicate more as we go and uh, see what God's doing and saying. But uh, we are very excited. Um, The final confirmation for me, and I was, when Derek came, I was probably... 80% 80% sure that it was God. And uh, as the different prophetic words came flooding in, it just, it just became so obvious that God was speaking. And uh, the last kind of confirmation for me is that I've had a, another book to write, which I've known the title and I've known the content for over a year. And every time I sit down to write, the weight of Dayspring has been sitting on me. And I just couldn't write. I mean, for a year I've been battling and I'm fighting being obedient because I know it's an obedience to get this written. And I, I just, I couldn't write. And I kept you know, thinking, you know, is there a sin issue to me? Have I done something wrong? Have I lost the whatever? And uh, after the first Sunday Derek spoke here, I woke up Monday morning And I sat in my chair and wrote an entire chapter in one morning. And then I got up the next morning and wrote an entire another chapter. And by the time Derek left, I had four chapters written. And it was just like this weight lifted off of me. And that was my final knowing, this is God. Um, It's freed us to be who we are in this next season. And I believe believe it's going to be amazing for the body where I believe we're going to see sons and daughters coming back in um, I believe it's just going to be an extraordinary season Bill? do you want to say something no I don't have anything okay. see, just, we're just in this together and we're in a good season and pray with us that our house gets done we're aiming for the first of March because we'd really like to be out of the house before they move into the house so <laughs>
12: It would kind of be convenient. So would you just stand with us? <clears throat> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Father. Lord, we put this before you, God. We put this before you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we trust your process. And Lord, as a community, Lord, we, we, we relax with the unknown. But we get excited about what is to come and what you're going to do. But God, we just commit to trust the process. Yeah. And Lord, I just pray for every block in this room, wherever they adjust to, wherever you put them, we declare that Spring is your house. And you are the builder of this house, Father. And you have great plans and purposes for this city and for the nations through this house, Lord. And we release you to do what only you can do. Lord, we declare that you are the center of this church. Jesus, you are the center of this church. Holy Spirit, we release you to do whatever you want to do in this next season, unrestricted unrestricted Holy Spirit, and God, we know you just sit on your throne anyways and do whatever you please, so we'll just let you do that. And Lord, we just thank you. We just come together as a community, and we thank you. Lord, begin working on each and every one of our hearts, Father God. Lord, I, I just thank you that we, we don't come to the, uh, the, the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but we come to the tree of life today. Yes. We, we come to a place where only your presence can answer the deepest questions in our heart. As, as what has been brought today. Lord, only your presence, only the person of Jesus, Lord, is what we need in this hour, in this moment. And we just dedicate this church to you. We dedicate this next season to you. I lift up every son and daughter of this house, every person, every every visitor, even guests that have come in today. And we just declare, Lord, we are your people. Lord, build your people, God. Build your people. Build this house. Build up your people, God, into a people of power, Lord, that will move through the nations and this nation, Lord. And we just declare all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you just say it with me? Amen. Amen. I think the kids are already over here, so just take some time to greet each other. Happy New Year. Bless you.